If you don't have a stillness practice, you are missing out. Research shows that there's a lot of benefits to meditation, uh, psychological, physical. And the question is, is, well, if everybody knows it, but nobody's really doing anything about it, then what's the gap here? What can we do to actually improve our stillness practice? So many people know about the benefits of meditation. You know, what's interesting about this is that many people don't have meditation practices, find it difficult or hard to kind of get into meditation practices, or in particular, what they don't know is that the data show that there isn't really a difference between these different meditation practices. Like one of the papers that I had was looking at um, all the brain changes and you know, just neurologically looking at physical changes in the brain when people went into meditative states over periods of time. However, what the paper was was really you know clear about was that there were three different modalities, three very different traditions of meditation that were being used there. And what this suggests is really that humans need a type of reflective practice, but who cares what it is? Who gives a shit? You know, it doesn't matter. So the question is, is are you doing it? So let's run through my favorite exercise, which is the binary question of yes or no. Are you doing the thing or not? So if we just take a look at last week as snapshots, you know, assuming that last week was regular and I stopped getting damn notifications during my podcasts, assuming that last week was regular for you, did you have meditation on a daily basis? On a, you know, let's say uh, every two days, every three days, every four days, once a week, you know, yes or no. And that is going to be our first measurement. And then looking at, cool, a quantity measurement. Cool. Okay. So you meditated. How much time did you spend in meditation? And then obviously, what's the trade off here in terms of quality, right? So the second metric of quality. So, like, cool, maybe it's five minutes a day, but it's a really good five minutes versus a wasted five minutes. I know people, you know, shout out John Brooks, the creator of the Stoic Handbook. He is a dear friend and, you know, his meditation practice takes him a while to, to warm up to that and get into that. Now, in opposition to John, I myself find it quite easy to just go in, zone in, and I'm right there. And But I've got different things. So without further ado, here are five different ways that you can get into meditation. And instead of using the word meditation, I use the word stillness all the time because it doesn't have to be meditation. I find meditation is a loaded word where everybody starts projecting their stereotypes and what they think about what meditation should be. You know, like I should be in folded, you know, lotus position with my fingers like this and there should be incense behind me and, you know, all kind. no, like forget that. Get all that crap out of your head. Literally, what do human beings respond to? Let's break it down to the basics. Humans respond to stillness. And that doesn't even mean closing your eyes. There are stillness practices where you can keep your eyes open. If you're familiar with Dr. Andrew Huberman, he talks about this all the time of widening the gaze. So imagine sitting in your back garden and just looking up at the stars, you know, sitting on your balcony and looking out at the horizon is a stillness practice. It literally has a physiological effect on your nervous system. It calms you down. And if that is what your stillness practice looked like, fantastic. Great. So here are my five suggestions. Suggestion number one is literally just a reflection time. That's all it has to be. Sit down, maybe close your eyes. Um, just because it's nicer, you know, you get to tune in a little bit more. Close your eyes and reflect on your day. 
Think about what you enjoyed, what you didn't, what went well, what moments came up that were special for you. That's a great one. Cool. Reflection. I would say suggestion number two is then going to get into your body, get out of your head. And this is really relevant for people like me who tend to be, you know, very much introverted in our own heads. I mean, the one day, excuse me, the one day I was just sitting with my wife and I was eating food and she asked me where I'd gone. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you have been staring off at the distance for the last five minutes, chewing on the same French fry. And I didn't even realize it. And I, you can't believe in my head at the time, I remember, you know, going down a rabbit hole thinking about like, oh, I wonder why blah, 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 blah. And if that would work, then this would, you know, anyway. So people like me are really heady. So getting into meditations where we have to visualize or follow a task, it's not the best thing. One of the greatest things for, for my type, um, and we'll talk about Enneagrams later. That's pretty cool. But if, if you want to talk about it, getting into our bodies is really, really, really useful. So in that way, what I like to do is sit in a position where it's kind of stretching me out a little bit. And what that does is it just gives me a chance to rest and relax. And all that I do is I close my eyes, I focus on my breathing, and I think about the part of my body that I'm stretching and I can feel the stretch and everything like that. And that's all I do. And I focus on how relaxed my body feels So, of course, there are other ways to do this. I'm doing it in a closed-eyed stretch. But the way that you could do it was perhaps, you know, you don't need to do that. You can just lie down and try and focus on your toes and relaxing your toes and focus on your legs and relax your legs. And, you know, I've developed uh, a couple of meditations. And one of them is actually one of these meditations where you just go through each body part and you relax it. And so I'll attach that in the links below. So that's number two. Number three, number three is any guided meditation. Literally just, you know, search for a meditation, a guided meditation on YouTube and stick it on and close your eyes. And hopefully you don't get hit with ads, (laughs) but uh, that's all. And you just listen to what the person's saying and you just kind of like vibe with it. That's all you have to do is just turn it on and zone out. Um, If you want to use your phone, I highly recommend Insight Timer. I'm on there. Um, Really appreciate a follow if you want. But uh, I've got a couple of really cool uh, meditations that I can personally vouch for. They're really awesome. I use them all the time. Like the Smile Bank is one of my favorites. But um, definitely, there are over, I think it's 2 million people who use Inside Timer. It's free. There is a premium version, but the free version is enough. So go for it. All right. So number four, number four is planning. So if number one was reflecting and thinking about the past, number four is planning. So literally close your eyes and think about the next day and run through any activity that you've got to do just in your head, literally in your head. You know, that whole idea of uh, basketball players and other like world champions kind of visualizing the win. Yeah, sure. Do that. Just, you know, if you have to pack your car, then going through in your mind, okay, how am I going to pack the car? What do I need to get first? What do I need to get second? And what you find is that when you actually do that action, it reduces the amount of stress involved because you've got clarity around what actions need to be taken. So it could be a good way of actually centering yourself before activity. So if you've got a very stressful action or a, I wouldn't say stressful, but I would say an action that requires you to be very mindful, you know, it's a good idea to run through it beforehand in your head. Okay. And the last one, number five, and it's my favorite one. It's just go through 
and replay, kind of like you're watching like an instant replay of a sports match or something like that. Replay the moments that made you smile recently. It doesn't even have to be in the last day. It could just be something that pops into your mind of like, hey, do you remember that reel that your wife sent you that made you smile? And then you get another second chance to laugh at it. And you literally practice responding to the world with more laughter. And the idea here is that the effect that it has on you is incredible. Because if you're trying to defeat stress by de-stressing, it doesn't actually work. But your body actually, when you laugh and when you smile at something, automatically de-stresses. Automatically. So this whole idea of laughter is the best medicine? Totally agree with it. Use it in your stillness practice. It is a great way to go. So what I challenge you to do now is use one of these five things. So once again, those five are reflect on your day. Number two, get into your body. Number three, throw on a guided track and just zone out. Number four, plan, rehearse, go through a future action in your head. And number five is replay some of the funnies. Laughter is the best medicine. Highly recommend that you just challenge yourself to seven days. That's it. Seven days, no more, no less. Seven days of meditating, five minutes each day. That's it. Doesn't matter where it is. Morning, afternoon, evening. It could be what's called pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll, I suppose you could say. And uh, let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear uh, if you have any thoughts, feelings, or ideas about this topic. Please feel free to comment. Feel free to reply to me. And I'll see you in the next one.